Good day and welcome to Film Exploration with Ash Hurry. And for today's episode for season 12, where we are bringing you a horror movie a day, every day in October, we'll be doing a film based on the H.G. Wells classic story adapted by Saw creator Lee Wynall, and that is the 2019 horror thriller The Invisible Man. Written and directed by Lee Wynall and starring Elizabeth Moss, Oliver Jackson Cohen, Harriet Dyer, Aldous Hodge, and Michael Dorman. story that surfaced in the late 19th century from the father of science fiction H.G. Wells, where in 1897 The Invisible Man was published in popular demand that jump-started the soon-to-be reputation of Wells as the science fiction writer of his time. The story, if you don't know it, is set in West Sussex, England, about a man called Griffin who is referred to as The Stranger, and he's a disagreeable scientist who is heavily researching the idea of optics and eventually creates a way to change the image to the outside world that his body seems invisible by changing his body's refraction index into air so that it doesn't absorb or reflect light. It is a growing question similar to that of what would you do if you won the lottery to speculate the possibility of your lifestyle of being unseen to the outside world and the morality lines that you may or may not touch when invisible, the idea of ethics being invisible to you. This power is exploited in probably all adaptations provoking the worst out of that person, usually growing into dark impulses, breaking the law and leaving behind inhumanity within. 1933, the same year King Kong was first unearthed to the world, was also The Invisible Man, which had six films between 1933 and 1951, and they followed more the sci-fi element than the horror way of things. The very specific speciality to this character that has popped in and out of other stories like The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, The Fantastic Four, even Harry Potter is expressing the vast versatility of these characters that all share the same traits and how they best use it for the plot of the story. They can start as the cautionary tale or embody the unsung hero. More recently, we see them as either vessels for social critique for vehicles for masochistic power fantasies as displayed by Kevin Bacon in Hollow Man. But as we come all the way to 2019, Wannell has decided to add the horror theme as the predominant genre here as he explores a scarier, darker tone of the same story. And with today's technology, a good chance to really reveal some extraordinary shock values during this movie. In Wannell's somewhat dark Hitchcockian version, Cecilia, played by Handman's Tale Elizabeth Moss, escapes the grips of an abusive relationship in a deceptively scary opening sequence that teases our assumptions based on horror movies that really creates an air of uncertainty with any of the film's outcomes from then on. Escaping successfully from her ex, who, by the way, is the world's leading authority in optics, she takes refuge with childhood friend and his daughter in the autumn backdrop of San Francisco. Nothing really breathes horror in terms of location, set design or pace. Quite the contrary, creating a sense of an unhinged predictability. The invisibility characteristic of Paul Verhoeven's tacky yet rather enjoyable Hollow Man does take us to the voyeuristic violence avenue exploiting the power behind being unseen. With Wannels, it unlocks the same themes of voyeurism and the same macho play of taking control without permission, which in this film also begs the question of this generic theme of women's concerns that are often rendered invisible. And this movie has the opportunity to brilliantly exploit this sci-fi element to mirror realism. 
The Hitchcockian tone mixed with the formulaic story of the protagonist trying to convince everyone that something is horribly wrong is outdated but never shown as reused in this movie. Instead, it holds steady, an undying quality to it that instead points the limelight on this very familiar newsflash story portraying the abused woman fighting for the right to be believed. The turn that Wannell has managed to twist with H.G. Wells' original text has been contemporarized to heighten awareness of how toxic the masculine brain can be and the emotional manipulation that is infected on the victim here. We can draw our own conclusions onto the metaphor to this invisibility and what it may point to, but behind all the layers is a very successful horror movie that puts out all the stops. The Invisible Man indeed represents the shadow of an abusive relationship that is desperately hanging on to the abuse, but the real thought is overshadowed by the immaculate special effects at work here. That is the unnerving at every scene where if there is only one person in a shot, we are always on the lookout. The armoury this film possessed with the characteristics of invisibility is dangerously endless to push the audience into the danger zone with mundane scenes no longer being safe and the safety of a crowded scene brutally slashing our expectations when we come to that very famous dinner scene which brings the entire audience down to its knees in submission. This film may have had one of the best weapons to scare but it had to be executed well and Lee Wannell did not disappoint. The Invisible Man has single-handedly turned women's often silenced trauma from a toxic relationship into something unbearably perceptible here. Charged every second by the psychological dread we give ourselves from simply looking at the empty space in every shot, straining our eyes even though we are moments away from shooting our hands in front of them. This for me is the epitome of what a horror is designed to do to the audience, and if you hit fresh levels that hasn't been wasted on B-movies before, this is highly impressive since most horrors have been recycled to death to squeeze a reaction from the audience using techniques that have dated back to 1950. The long exploited cliches of the crazy woman no one will listen to is flirted with but turned on its back when there is no instant in this whole movie that we are against Cecilia who not only escapes the clutches of the invisible man but does a 28 day later esque theme classic too taking the embodiment of the very terror that has been stalking her for the first two acts of this movie and this is where the message of the movie outshines the scare where the scare factor is something not antagonistic in nature this time it is something now we are rooting for like Killian Murphy when he sticks his thumbs into a zombie like fashion guy in 28 days later elizabeth moss rivals screen queen jamie lee curtis in one movie to jamie's 45 year span into nudging the status of unhinged heroines that women can crave to see in female characters that is breathing a blast of empowerment and with wano's direction which allows room to do just that I honestly think with The Invisible Man, if reduced to just this movie, will be known as many things. A classic, a full-on revenge story, a breaking free plot, fighting the invisible fight. The list goes on, but the thing to note is, why not use a old-age 19th century story, blended it in with 21st century special effects, and put it together with 20th century cliches, it made one hell of a horror movie. Anyways, that's all I have time for with The Invisible Man. Provokes us to revisit the classic HGL book or even the six films in the 30s to 50s. But I'm glad the story wasn't trashed on with mindless scare tactics and without depth. Luckily, it was produced in the right hands. But please subscribe to me on Spotify, Google, Amazon and iTunes. And you can drop me a follow on Instagram. That's film exploration AH or lowercase or one word. But for now, thank you for tuning in to season 12 with film exploration with Ash Hurry. Ash Hurry.